The following podcast contains alcohol-enhanced conversations about alcohol, as well as the potential for the discussion about topics of dubious, disturbing, possibly offensive, but usually hilarious interest. The opinions stated herein are solely of the persons making them, and any endorsement of these opinions by any other party is not implied. Foul language is likely, but intolerant viewpoints are not. Listener intoxication is advised. Welcome to episode 35 of the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. I'm Scott. I'm Ed. And happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. As the song goes, it's the most wonderful time of year. And yes, even in 2020, it's the most wonderful time of the year. What with All Saints Day, Veterans Day, Diwali, Bodhi Day, Yuletide, Thanksgiving, Ramadan, Hanukkah, Christmas, Boxing Day, Kwanzaa, New Year's Eve, and even the Pastafarian holiday, there's something for everyone to celebrate. Yes. And if the episode number didn't already give things away, this year we're celebrating the best way we know how by mixing up some holiday-themed cocktails. Holiday cocktails? Yeah! (laughs) 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 Wow. Uh, I love it. (laughs) And joining us in celebration of the end of 2020 are our very dear friends, once and future co-hosts of the podcast, and paired here today for the very first time, Sue the Whiskey Pixie. Hello. And the Mayor of Jackie's Crossing, among other titles, Siobhan. Hi. And as always, Ed will get the festivity started by telling us which wonderfully wintry, warming whiskey cocktails we'll be wetting our whistles with oh. tonight. Wow, so good. Oh, wow. So, right, we have three delicious holiday cocktails planned for you. First is a maple bourbon old-fashioned. Mm. And then a take on an old classic, a bourbon Alexander. Yes. And last, the wassail. The traditional English Christmas drink served warm. Mm. And I will be sipping on a little Midwinter's Night Dram. Ooh. Because he couldn't possibly wait for the other three drinks. No, I need something to drink between the (laughs) drinks. In between, the in-between of the in-between. As Siobhan called it earlier, that's alcoholism. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, my first name is Ed. I don't know who Al is, but anyway. (laughs) Ed (laughs) Cololism. Exactly. What made you choose this as our first one, Scott? Yeah, so I kind of chose these uh, cocktails this episode. Sans Anders. We don't like to rely on him all the time because he's... Uh, he's ter- very busy this time of the year. He can't be bothered by us <laughs> calling and be like, what cocktails should we do this week? You're like, guys, I got like, there's internet, maybe Google. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday cocktails slash Google.com something. So that's what I did. So um, we hadn't done an old fashioned in a while. So I figured um, what's more holiday fall Christmassy than maple. So making a maple old fashioned, I just looked up there's various right. recipes. Much better than my mistletoe old fashioned I made. And what did that include? What was mistletoe that? and an old fashioned? Mi- mi- okay, no, so the so the joke should be <laughs> mistletoe in my tongue or mistletoe in my lips. This should be something around Wait, that genre wow. if you wanted to what? like no, really the second part was gonna joke. be but I couldn't find anybody to stand on mistletoe while I drank it. Aww. 
Yeah. That's so sad. That is. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. What I made here was two ounces of bullet rye, one teaspoon of maple syrup. Nice. One dash of Angostura bitters and a cinnamon stick garnish. But what I also did is I rimmed the glass with. Oh, um, sorry. Uh, (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. Uh, The the glass is adorned with uh, cinnamon sugar. That's great. I mean, everyone loves a nice rim job. Let's be honest. Right. The. and it's so hard to find in 2020 with COVID and all. It the, really uh, is. Right. So we did the history of this drink on our very first episode, episode five. Yep. Ep- uh, sorry, episode. Our very first cocktail episode. <sighs> Correct. Our very first cocktail <laughs> our episode. Our very first episode, episode five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. This is how it's just going to be, folks. Right. <laughs> I will say that we did a short today with 119 cast strength proof. <laughs> Spirit. Right, which you'll hear next week. So okay. we're all warmed up. Yeah, we're, I'm, and I'm, I think I'm extra warmed up. Yep. Oh. Um, we, we already went with the history, but just to reiterate the drink's origins, one paragraph. The first documented definition of the word cocktail was published in a Hudson, New York newspaper in response to a letter to the editor asking them to define it way back in 1806. Weird. The editor's response was that a cocktail is a concoction of whiskey, likely rye at the time, bitters, water, and sugar. By the 1860s, bartenders were adding and substituting all kinds of spirits, orange, curacao, rum, absinthe, gin, etc. But when the original version came back into vogue, it was referred to as old-fashioned. What you looking at? Vogue. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why it's called an old-fashioned, because it it came back. It came back in style, right? Yeah, so the first use of the name old-fashioned for a bourbon whiskey cocktail was at the Pendennis Gentlemen's Club in Louisville, Kentucky in 1881. Nowadays, the basic recipe is still whiskey, bitters, and sugar. And tonight, just to make it feel a little bit more like warm and spicy holiday cocktail, we're substituting, as I said, maple syrup for the sugar and a cinnamon stick garnish for the traditional citrus peel. And what maple syrup did you use? Any? Oh, I used Trader Joe's maple syrup. Oh, very nice. Grade A, actual, <laughs> real, generic. dark maple. What's that generic? Dark maple. Trader, oh, Joe's. Yes, Trader, Trader Joe's. Trader Joe's. <laughs> it wasn't oh, Log no, Cabin. Totally yeah, it's not Log Cabin or Aunt Jemima. Sorry, or uh, like Mrs. Butterworth. Or no, uh, not Mr. Butter, right. Butterworth. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. I, I can't even speak. My God. Okay, it's like black market. Maybe underground. you should drink more. I think you're right. That's always the cure. All right, we're passing out oh, the delicious. It has a rim. Yeah, it looks really good. The cinnamon, the cinnamon stick. That's fading away. I'm dragging me over the bar. <laughs> That's, he was like really trying. I was to. stuck on the microphone. And Ed's not helping. He's like, "You will serve me." <laughs> oh no, I can't quite reach it. I can't quite get it. Pterodactyl hand. Scott, come further. T Rex. T Rex. Sorry, not pterodactyl. As if I could fly. You can, sir, if you drink enough. I believe Ed could fly. <laughs> I believe Ed could touch the sky. Oh, yeah, let, yeah, let's bring him up. <laughs> oh, right, R. Kelly, sorry. <laughs> well, Sue said earlier, anytime we have the opportunity to sing a song, we should. Yeah. Yes. yes. And I said, have you listened to our podcast? Because that's what we do. And then followed All by the time. Crickets. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm just Are we ready? I'm just eating the sugar. Are you just eating the sugar? Oh my god! Uh, oh, oh, that's what we're doing. Okay. No, no. I mean, you can. Oh, it's most. It's most wow. delicious. Wow. The cinnamon is so. I mean, this is so strong. The cinnamon is popping. Right, because I put a whole stick in it. Yeah. Hello. Oh, that's what she said. Oh, that's nice. Hmm. Very good. Wow. This is delicious. This, wow. <laughs> Yummy. Oh my god, this is so good. It really is. Mm. 
This might be the best cocktail I ever made. It's seriously. Yeah. It really is. Everything about it, the sugar rim, the cinnamons, the everything just blends. It's so spicy. I, I really like the fact that I put bullet rye in this instead of a bourbon because I think it might have made it a little too sweet because the rye has the spiciness to it and it really complements the cinnamon. It really does. Mm. Ed has literally no sugar on his rim. Did you lick all the... Uh, no, no, he does. I, I know, I'm just teasing. That's fake news. <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Fake news. I'm like chewing it off the... It's like you're at Willy Wonka's. Yeah, it doesn't actually come off as you drink. No, it doesn't. You only get a few sugar. I actually put the sugar on the rims like hours before. I, was like, set, I can tell. I setting They're up like and, semen it on. Yeah, so. it's almost like a rock candy. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> can you pour the rest of my drinks into this glass with the sugar rim? Oh, you really like the sugar yeah, rim. I I'm not sure it would go with the, the next two. Sugar goes with everything, sir. Oh, Even crack true. cocaine. Well, I'll just give you a little sugar cube and you can like nibble on it like a squirrel. Like a horse. Like a horse. Like a horse. Mm. Yay. <laughs> Oh my god, it's like Sarah Jessica Parker's in the house tonight. Oh. <laughs> that is so mean she and so a, uncalled for. She's got a horsey face, though. No, she doesn't. A little bit. Not really. I don't know. I like it. No, I like her, though. Oh, no, I was like. Oh, that's why I called her a horse face. <laughs> you can still like a person. I mean, yeah. I mean, the fact I mean, that yeah. she, has, she has. So, very calling teeth. somebody a horse isn't necessarily a bad thing. You just right. automatically took it as a bad thing. Yes, no one wants to be called a horse. What about whores? Oh. Or what about hors d'oeuvres? Hors d'oeuvres. I guess that would be a step up for the horse. Well, a horse yeah. is a horse, right? Of course, of, of course. course. Unless a horse. A, a horse. Of course, Mr. Ed. A, a, horse, a horse or a horse. I'm sorry. What is Mr. Ed? A horse? She doesn't know. You don't know Mr. Ed is? Mr. Ed is a horse. It's a, it's a show. Old? Are you serious? Is this the 10 years coming into play? Yeah. In the oh, wait. Was this the talking, yeah, the the talking, talking horse. horse that they put peanut butter on his teeth? Yes. And his, his name, name is, is Mr. Ed. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Javon is 10 years younger than the rest of us. <laughs> as, as you probably know, if you've listened right, to us so for any amount of time. Everyone's enjoying this? Yes. yes this immensely. Is, this is terrific. I almost want to just suck on the cinnamon. Mm. Tastes like gum. You know that red was it? Oh, red? oh yeah, big, big red. red. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it yeah, really does. Big like red freshness, less I threw it. Your oh fresh God, breath will go on and on while you chew it. I don't remember. That's a little longer. <laughs> you, would, you remember way too much. Don't oh my you? God, I do remember. Yeah. When I was a kid, I would take a black magic marker and just cross out the R and just have Big Ed gum. Big Ed? <laughs> yeah, when I was like 12, I'd like give them out to people like, hey, Big Ed gum. And people look at me like, I'm like, it's pretty cool, right? They're like, no. Not really <laughs> no, cool. it's, not, it's not really cool at all. I'm like, you're wrong. It's w- where's cool. your mother? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's pretty cool. I, you're just jelly. As soon as somebody got one of those sticks of gum, here? immediately Psycho Killer starts playing in the background. <laughs> Psycho Killer. Just kiss kiss say. Second drink? The second drink, yeah. That's sure. the bourbon well, Alexander. I haven't even finished my first That's one. Okay. That's okay. Somebody's an alcoholic. <laughs> no, he drinks his f- drinks fast. You know that. Dude. Wow. I still have a lot to drink. No, that's all right. We'll, we'll uh, take a break. Okay. And, and I'll make okay. bourbon Alexander. And Ed's going to give us the story yeah, of the history. I, I got a lot oh. of good stuff. Yeah. I can't wait it, for it's that. Good, it's good stuff. Okay. Be right back.
Okay, so we're back, and Ed said that this drink should be drank right after making it. Yes. So I'm going to make it during the time where he's explaining the history of the drink, and then we will drink it. Right. But first, we're going to talk about something that has to do with the history of the podcast. The podcast has been around since April of 2019, and it'll be two years this April. And around the holidays, we like to be reflective, and it's coincidentally that on this episode, as our very popular mayor of the podcast and Jackie's Crossing. Siobhan has reached her fifth episode. <laughs> and of course, as a tradition on the Whiskey Tangent, we have her red jacket. That is uh, awesome. Which is oh properly labeled with her name, five-time host of the Whiskey Tangent on the left lapel. And then the mayor, her oh, nickname is on it. the right lapel. And she is yeah. now the second five-time host to get a jacket, though she's been on so many shorts and uh, and, and uncredited as the operator. Yeah. But this is her fifth official oh, hosting. Thank you. So she is rocking the jacket. See, let me see the size. Was a, pounds and I'll be able to close. <laughs> <laughs> it looks good. It looks really good. Oh, you're welcome. It, it, it actually fits really good. The way we do it is numbered episodes. So, so she was on episode thirteen. Yeah. Twenty-two, twenty-eight, thirty-two. And now, 35. Right. That is wonderful. I just want to say thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. I am so very happy to be (laughs) a member, and I'm so very happy to be a part of the podcast, and I'm so very happy to call all of you my friends. I know. Us as well. As much as I give Ed a hard time, I still (laughs) love him dearly i love you scott dearly oh thank Sue, you i i love you more than both of them <laughs> as you should <laughs> and you'll show me later yeah oh, oh wow wow oh. mom always said don't run with scissors <laughs> oh uh, <laughs> that jacket i'm gonna own that jacket <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh yeah she's it's gonna be on you too that's right mm. so sue this is your third episode is so, it? so I know, I was trying to someday Someday, maybe Someday, you'll get a if you work really hard. <laughs> yeah. If you work really hard, you can have a jacket for your own. You can have a jacket, too. <laughs> and so, uh, anyway, Siobhan, thanks for all your help. You and know, you've been there right from the beginning. Like, it's funny. She's on episode 13, though. I'm pretty sure she appeared on many episodes before that. Right. So, when we do a finished whiskey right. episode, she's the um, Whiskey Tangent operator. Right. Like, you've called I, the Whiskey Tangent yes, podcast. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. For quite a few months, she was the anonymous operator with she's an attitude. Un- uncredited. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. She had an attitude. Thank you for calling the Whiskey Tangent Podcast. Please select from the following three options. Press 1 for cognac. Press 2 for Canadian whiskey with cognac. You've selected 2. French Canadian, eh? You know nobody likes you, right? It's almost like Saturday Night Live. Like she's one of the, you know, like the ensemble, if you will. Like there's the the host of the episode, then there's the cast, then right. there's like the six other people. Right. She started out as one of the six other people, then she became a cast member. Now she's been a five time host. She's like right. Steve Martin. Yeah, that's true. It's true. I yeah. know. I love this jacket. Yeah. I really do. I can't. Wait it looks to great on it you. It really does. Closet. And yeah. I always said I love- she had the perfect voice. Thank oh, you. Yeah, no, she's got a great that- voice. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 So it's a um, it's a red. Sort of faux corduroy. Yes. And I would be lying if I said I wasn't wondering what you were going to put as the emblem. And, you know, I was like, <laughs> well, it had to be the mayor. There was a lot. Like, yeah. yeah, there were a couple of things I'm yeah. sure it could I was, have been. We were talking about AKA director of HR, but it's like, you know what? 
the mayor is what you the came mayor, in. Right, that yeah. was your first one, and it's what you stayed identified as. And maybe, right. maybe we should explain to people what Jackie's Crossing is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what, yeah, what that's right. Like, what is Jackie's Crossing? So we've been Crossing? saying it for like a year and a half. Jackie's Crossing is the apartment building that <laughs> Siobhan and I live in, and she is always in the know. So a bunch of us, when we also used to hang out, would call her the mayor because she always knew everything There's that was happening. There's always one. And that's Siobhan. I really <laughs> hope, in a way, I hope we cut that part out because I just like the fact that when we say Jackie's Crossing, I just know that people around the world were just going like, oh, it's a town in Georgia. But if they look it up, immediately what's going to come up is the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) New Jersey, Marlton, Jackie's Crossing. (laughs) Oh, that's where they live. That's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But yes, thank you guys so very much. I'm very happy. I almost feel like Alec Baldwin on uh, SNL where, you know, I finally made it. You made it. And I have my smokers Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it, man. Two years from now, we'll have a jacket party where yes that would be great and then you guys have to have your own jacket yeah we have to get jackets yes absolutely and then we can have a jacket party i wouldn't have to lose a lot of weight to fit into one of these jackets right now well don't they make them to your size no because they're like they're like an asian company or something, and they're all asian sizes yeah so so sue when you get one yours will be an extra large You're laughing, but it's going to be, it'll be at least a large. <laughs> right. I'm because not their sizes off. are super small. Yeah, they're tiny. They're, they're, they're tiny people. So I'd be big over in China. Yeah, well, uh, you'd be average. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah. nice. Yeah. All right. So the Bourbon Alexander. Oh, so we still have drinks to Segway. do. Right, so. I know. <laughs> Siobhan, Sue, and I are still drinking our first drink. We really are. Hey, Ed. But this will give us an opportunity. Ed's going to tell us a little bit about the Bourbon Alexander. Right. I referred to an interesting article in a bar and restaurant website written by David Klempt back in uh, January of 2018. Is he fur Klempt? He says, Is he having a hard time talking? He says, celebrate. It's like butter. He's not verklempt. Celebrate the mysterious history of the Brandy Alexander. And like all cocktail origins, they make great stories, mostly because there's just so much myth and rumor and innuendo, and no one really knows where they came from. So first of all, the Bourbon Alexander is a, a riff on the Brandy Alexander, which is a riff on the Alexander, which is actually a gin-based cocktail. Some say that Russian Tsar Alexander II of the House of the Romanov is the root of of the Alexander in the drink. Really? That's really interesting. The Brandy Alexander uh, may have been FYI, created. Scott is multitasking. He's making drinks. I'm making the drink and leaning down into the microphone to make comments. <laughs> the Brandy Alexander also might have been created for the first time in 1922 at the wedding of Henry George Charles LaSalle, the sixth Earl of Harwood, and Princess Victoria Alexandra, Alice Mary, the daughter of King George V and Queen Mary, or perhaps the claim by Algonquin roundtable member critic Alexander Wolcott that the drink was named for him. Now, any Beatles fan will be quick to note that the Brandy Alexander was John Lennon's favorite cocktail. Of course, the Brandy Alexander could be named for the person, and this is strongly believed by many people to be the most accurate, uh, one Troy Alexander, who supposedly came up with the drink while working as a bartender at the famed New York City restaurant Rector's. Operating from 1899 to 1919, Rector's boasted the first revolving door in New York City and was a high society haunt for New York City's Nove Rochelle. Fancy. I don't know how to say this, Scott. You know I don't speak French. Oh, wait. Uh, Nouveau Rochelle. Thank you. Given Rector's history and importance to our industry, the whiskey and, and beverage industry, it's not difficult to believe that Troy Alexander may actually have created the Brandy Alexander. That said, it's important for you to know that the Brandy Alexander itself is a riff on another cocktail, as I mentioned, the gin-based Alexander, and there's many other versions, including vodka versions and so on and so forth. 
Also, the Brandy Alexander is a part of a family of cocktails, which includes another popular one, the Grasshopper. So while the Brandy Alexander starts with brandy, the Grasshopper starts with cream de mint. They both then move on with some heavy cream, um, and they both have white cream de, ca- de cream cacao. Cream de cacao. In both of them. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and there's also a pink squirrel that goes along that that starts with an almond-based liqueur. Pink squirrel? A pink squirrel. Oh, wow. Okay. And then the other two ingredients are the same. And all these hit their heyday in the 70s. Okay. I remember my mother drinking grasshoppers. I do, too. Yeah. I do, yeah. too. Yeah. Right. Very popular. And so, the bourbon, Alexander, as a normal twist on it, has been done. We're not inventing it. And yes. we're using Eagle Rare bourbon for it. Yep. And then Scott will tell you the rest of the ingredients. Yeah, so equal parts of equal rare bourbon, cream to cacao, and half and half with a little bit of nutmeg sprinkled on top. Right, so basically if you're making it home, an ounce and an ounce and an ounce and you'll be in good shape. Yeah, I did an ounce and a half. Right, because... (laughs) I did a shot. I I don't know why it doesn't go three, three, three for me, just so I can keep pace with everybody. (laughs) All right, I'm going to put the nutmeg on top Yes, and then then we'll drink it. You always got to put your nuts on top. Uh, he's got organic nutmeg and he's slowly grinding he's off. tapping the nuts. He's like grinding mm. off a you nice thin tap layer. It oh so lightly. All right, he's actually just dumping it out of a container. I, I was trying to create a scene of him actually planing a fresh nutmeg. Not that I know what they I, look I, like. I'm tapping the container of McCormick ground <laughs> nutmeg. Oh, and McCormick. That means- Hi, McCormick. Yeah, we, the- were, we are going to add you on our Instagram. McCormick. No, no, because I have a fucking bitch session to have you with, with McCormick concerning cinnamon sticks. Sir, sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Can I take your order? So if we have McCormick spices, they're great spices. Just bring all your money. And if it's a green top. <laughs> bring all your money. <laughs> Right. If there's a green top, then you're fucked because that's their organic yeah. special. I mean, I just I don't realize that McCormick knows you don't have to go across the seas in a three-masted wooden ship around the Cape of Good Hope back up to India and back like they did 150 years ago. They're the Pappy Van Winkle of spices. Oh, my God. Mm. Cinnamon sticks. Okay, so for McCormick, they give you plastic container that contains five or six, and it's seven fucking dollars mm-hmm. for five sticks are you okay. fucking kidding me right so the next drink that has cinnamon sticks in it and our previous drink we had as yep. garnish so i needed at least eight right so i had to buy two i was wow. like oh, fuck i'm not paying 14 fucking dollars <laughs> for you 11 just, sticks of fucking right. cinnamon you could have got them and then just so broke angry. them in half no. i guess i could have but <laughs> I luckily, so I was at ShopRite, which is a, a popular uh, grocery store in uh, South Jersey, and they had a generic brand, and they were selling seven or eight sticks for a dollar forty. That's buy such s- a huge price. Buy seven, get one free. Look how fucking cheap I am. I spent ninety dollars on whiskey, but I didn't want to spend eleven dollars. <laughs> Fuck yeah! Seven fucking oh, That's called an educated consumer. Wait, Fourteen dollars. You can get it's true Evan Williams bottle and bond, hundred proof, seventeen ninety nine. So That's for nice. fourteen dollars on. Eight fucking yeah. cinnamon sticks. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna You're throw right. that out and get three more dollars and get a whole fucking bottle of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. I, I am vindicated. Yeah. This smells delicious. Okay. Love what you've done with your nuts. It yeah. does smell amazing, and I think that's just the nutmeg. I think it is too. <laughs> yeah, the, the. We'll know because <laughs> when you taste it. Oh, okay. Wow. Mm. Wow. Wow. It's really nice, and it's very strong to boot. If you like to drink your dessert, and you're right here with this. It is. Would it be a sin if I put a it's, piece of ice in this? No, 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 no. no. Go it's ahead. Little, I'll make it, it colder. It could have been a little colder. It could have been a little colder. Well, so, so Scott was worried about watering it down because I put that into his head. Um, 
Somebody but, said I had to make it right as we were doing it. No, and so it I took the half and half out but of the fridge. Honestly, this tastes to good. me tastes like mm. the perfect after dinner drink. It and really it, does. And, and I'm not making it up. It's known as that because it's it is. It's not something you would want before dinner. No, it's creamy. It's sweet, uh, chocolatey, either spicy because of the yeah. nutmeg on it. This is a dessert in a glass. Yeah. You're describing me to a T. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> yeah. uh, like oh my god, that's it, Ed. Time. It tastes like Siobhan. It's spicy, chocolatey. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> and Hold, you want to put your nuts on wait let me see if it tastes like siobhan hold on <laughs> no this does not taste like it, do, siobhan. it doesn't quite it capture your and how would you know mm. Mm. don't be shy on on the air oh my god <laughs> you got to earn that jacket oh, oh listen zach my dad listens to this podcast oh we have to we have to explain that so oh, wait, siobhan wait. was talking to her father right. who listened to a couple episodes that she was on right. and uh he, he remembered my name but he thought ed's name was zach right. <laughs> and of course i said dad i'm going to tell them that yeah. he's yeah. like don't you dare oh, well, three, too bad yeah. dad <laughs> <laughs> no this is really good sue what do you think of this this is sue's favorite drink so far being on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> no, just like you said, it's very much a dessert, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. after dinner, sipping, not, you know, yeah. just a sip drink. Sure. And um, I just right, put sip. a couple of ice cubes in mine. I think it Same. actually lends a little bit more to it being icy. Can it I, does. Yeah, yeah. It can, should can be. Can I have a, an ice yeah. cube? It should be colder. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. if, if I was going to make this again, I would make it ahead of time and put it in the fridge to chill it yeah. and then pour it in the glasses and then put the nutmeg on top. But still, ah, but still yeah. very much a fall drink. I picture like totally. in, in front yeah. of the fire, fire pit yes. and yeah. having this like icy yep. drink or, with right. the cinnamon Or a heavy nutmeg. meal. Like if you've had yeah. a heavy meal of sauces and salt yeah. and, and meats. Yeah, I can see it being right, this nice. would cut right It would that. soothe everything. Yeah. I will say this though. This is Jalina's favorite drink. It's a cunty favorite drink. I'm just going to say that. It, it, it is a cunty it, favorite It can drink. enjoy it, but to be your favorite drink, like, like every bar you go into, like, yeah, give me the brandy alexander okay i think that's a little harsh for john lennon he died pretty young so that could have easily changed well you're right you know what i mean if you could base everything off of what you liked at 40 i'm sure you would put yourself that's a very fair statement siobhan that's a very fair statement it's true (laughs) by the way this might be the most delicious drink i ever had so does that make it my favorite i don't know like this is delicious like don't get it twisted but i certainly can't order seven of these in a night well no i would vomit if i had seven of these would you really it's just so milky and creamy. It's delicious as a one-off. I yeah. love this drink a lot, but I'm not going to have like three or four. Would you make I'm it not. like put a scoop of vanilla ice cream? Oh, in? sure. There's oh, frozen. my God. That, that would be delicious. Be, yeah, there's frozen versions yeah. of this. Yeah. I have oh, vanilla ice cream, and if anybody wants to try that. Oh, and it's, oh. it's not just any vanilla ice cream. It's oh. Schwann's. Ooh, oh, what, is, what is Schwann's? What is that? Is that a vanilla bean? No. Ah. Schwann's is like a provider. Schwann's? Schwann's? Schwanz, Schwanz? Is so good. <laughs> it's I, I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. <laughs> they are like anyway. a home delivery service, but they are oh. known for their ice cream I, in Jersey, everywhere. Oh, yes. Okay. But their vanilla way? ice cream is like to die for. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to well, go. Well, now you have to. At the break, you're gonna I have to do to that. I need to try this ice cream. But here's what I want to do. I want to put the ice cream, then I want to put the evil rare on top of it, and then the cream to cacao, and then sprinkle it with nutmeg. You want to do that with ice cream? Yeah. yeah. You want to try that now? Yeah. Sure. All right. So Svan's gonna go get her ice cream. I'm gonna get my yeah. ice cream and, 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 and hang her jacket up. No, Just, I'm wearing my jacket for the rest oh, of the night. Right. Okay. She should. She should. And, and we're right. gonna have some dessert.
So what we did here is I made the drink again with everything the same, except I switched out the half and half for two scoops of ice cream. Yeah. Not bad. Oh, We're about to try right this now. Is so good. It's a bourbon Alexander Alamode. Oh my god! Oh, exactly. Oh my god. Now, you talk about ice cream. Oh, this is so nice. Now we're really in Dessertville. Wow. Holy cow. <laughs> this is so refreshing. Fire pit. Wow. Yes. Oh, my God. Man, when I planned this episode, I had no idea it was going to go in this direction. This is amazing. Now, I've been in places where they give you like a, a scoop of vanilla ice cream and they'll pour like cream de mint on top and mm-hmm. the Grand Monet like on top. No. This is way better than yes. that. Yes. It's so delicious. Oh, my God. This is good. So the way I built this was I put a scoop of ice cream in. I then saw, I yeah. poured the cream to cacao on top. Cacao! Then I put the cacao. second <laughs> Then I put the second scoop of ice cream, poured the Eagle Rare on top of that. Eagle Rare! And then I sprinkled the nutmeg right. and served it then he sprinkled in the same nutmeg. glass that we served the, That's for, right. Alexander's. That's right. Because why dirty on the glass when mm. it's the same actual thing? In a dirty glass. That's right. <laughs> in a dirty glass. He sprinkled his nuts in a dirty glass. <laughs> Meg's nuts. (laughs) So now that the ice cream is gone and and it's just creamy now, now it's a bourbon Alexander again. Right, exactly. But but still better. But better because it's ice cream instead of the half and half. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. And you will, if you're lactose intolerant, you're going to fart your night away. (laughs) Fart in the night away. (laughs) Fart and nah. Fart and nah. Everybody's feeling great. Yeah, yeah. Then fart and nah. Fart and yeah. Fart in the night away. So the... um, See, I earned my jacket. Okay. <laughs> Funny we for everybody. That. That's, why, that's why she has a jacket, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, shit. This is, oh, this is oh good. And it's only 9.43. I know. We have another drink to I know. Go. I'm really excited. The wassail is on the stove. been cooking for a while. It's simmering. Steaming. I see. I know. It's yes. steaming. Oh, oh it's oh. boiling. Oh, it's ruined. Never mind. Fire extinguisher. Okay. So everyone, we're just doing shots of rum chata and fireball, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I, I just have to say, Scott, um, it's fortunately, fine. Everything fine. one of the reasons why you had the uh, maintenance people in your apartment this weekend was because of me. I know. They, they told Angelo, me that. Yeah. They told me that. You and Angelo. So we had a uh, two weeks ago, a false fire alarm. <laughs> and Siobhan, what did you do? <laughs> my and, alarm would not go off in my apartment. Right. So uh, what happened was the fire departments, like we could walk from here. It's like right there. Yeah, it's right at the corner. And they came around and everything was fine. So about 20 minutes we all went back in and then siobhan texted me he's like did you hear the fire alarm in your apartment i was like yeah it was fucking so fucking loud it's ridiculous i have six alarms in oh, this fucking apartment wow it's there's one in every bathroom and one in every bedroom and one in the main room so yeah i heard it <laughs> so yeah and she's I heard like it. <laughs> and i was like wait you didn't and she was like no and so you know we had maintenance come and yeah, the only reason why I heard it is because my cat Madison was doing the evervescent vomiting at approximately <laughs> 6.43 in the a.m. So that if, if anyone's a pet owner, you immediately jolt out of your bed because you want to know where it is that they're vomiting so you don't step in it. Especially right. in my instance because I wear glasses. So I immediately jump up and I'm like, where are you vomiting at? And she's in the bathroom and, she, and Madison vomits in threes. Oh, so yeah, this is great. This is lucky me, right? So she's on her second vomit, and all of a sudden the alarms go off. Second vomit, vomit number two. I think that was him. I think that Chunky. Was, I think that was a Beatles song off Abbey Road. <laughs> Madison vomits in three. 
<laughs> so you know, it's the it's the second one, and I'm waiting for the third. But because I hear the alarms in the hallway, yeah. but I don't hear them in my apartment. They she weren't had, even flashing. No, nothing was oh, flashing. Shit. Nothing was going on. So she, of course, in true cat fashion, run under the bed. Yeah, right. And I'm like, ah, you know, I just know where this is going. I know it's a false alarm. And there's a th- I know right. there's no fire. Right. And there's a there's third. No the third. But you still have to get. But I still have to go. And there's a third vomit coming under the bed. (laughs) No, no. By this time, she's like, oh, my God. She's scared to death. So she's not. Vomit vomit. number three, liquid. (laughs) It's all bile, by the way. Bile. (laughs) And she vomited all over my my uh, my bathroom rugs. So as soon as I came back, I had to wash all the rugs. She's saving the cat. Madison, Madison put out the fire. With she her with her bile. Exactly. Just coating the hall. Oh my god. What and the so, fuck um, is happening? And you know what? I was like uh, Whoopi Goldberg in the movie Burglar. I'm like totally taking my time before I go. Uh, oh, I, I did too. I was like, put earplugs in my ears. I'm putting on my pants. Yeah, and get I my did wallet. I brushed my, my teeth. Phone. I, I washed my face. Teeth. I took a shower. <laughs> And I'm like, I know this is the boss. <laughs> took the edge off. <laughs> I took the edge off for a little bit. <laughs> and of course, you know, the one of the first things I do, I go, Alexa, what is the temperature outside? <laughs> the current temperature outside is 22 degrees. Oh, yeah. It I'm was like, fucking oh, cold. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because this happened before the first year right. that I lived here. Yes. And it was the coldest fucking day. There was it like was. four degrees. Yes. Out. And I think you sat in your car. I did. And I did that this time, too. I went and just sat in my car and so started the engine. Turned I was on. fully yeah. prepared. Yeah. That's just right. from that alone. What I did was I had my garage door opener. Mm. I had my wallet. Yep. I was totally prepared to make myself drive to IHOP. I was very, <laughs> I was totally prepared <laughs> to be like, you know what? I don't know how long this is going to last, but just in case, if I have my wallet. If you went to I, IHOP, you would have called me, right? You oh, totally. Scott, meet me at IHOP. <laughs> I know you're in your car. Scott, where are you? <laughs> I'm going to IHOP. You coming? <laughs> I said, I'm in my car. I'm right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. But I was just like, oh, how long is this going to take? And of course, you know, I stroll out and everybody's staring at me like, why did you take so <laughs> right, long to get out? Right. She's like 20 minutes after everybody else. (laughs) Siobhan strolls out of the building. I'm the mayor, goddammit. Right. I had to make sure that everyone was out. I had to make sure you guys were out. So, of course, you know, the first thing I do is I talk to the fireman. I go, hey, by the way, my alarm did not go off in my apartment. He goes, all right, fine. I'll tell the chief. And of course, you know, I'm like, yeah, that ain't gonna work. So of course, you know, I have to back up to the backup to the backup. Right. And I send an email to, to corporate. Oh, to cat and corporate. Oh, corporate. Yeah. Mm. And oh yeah, I'm not playing around. No, no. And She's the so, man. <laughs> you're right. She knows who corporate is. And I don't so, know who corporate is. Apparently, I know cat, but I don't know corporate. <laughs> oh yes, I have Mister. I have the owners. Email oh, do address. you, Davis? Oh, Mister Davis. Yes. Oh. Uh huh. Mitchell, I have his personal email. Oh, letter. Mitchell Davis. All right. Mm. In fact, here he is, Mitchell Davis on the podcast. <laughs> hey, 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 Mitch, what's up? What's up, buddy? <laughs> Hello, everybody. I got to say, thanks for living in my apartment, buddy. But <laughs> needless to say, I was so glad that, you know, maintenance came and took care of it. I'm going to tell you, when they finally set off the alarm, I jumped eight feet in the air. Oh, uh, every time the alarm goes off, I go, <laughs> <laughs> It's so fucking loud. <laughs> We've gone off on a lot of tangents. And That's why it's the whiskey tangent. It is. And we have we Hence. have one more drink to do. Oh, my do. God. We do have oh, another drink. Wow. We right. have another drink. And I have a really good hard on. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> this, is, this is the family broadcast. Oh, my God. Since when? Oh, my God. <laughs> 
No, it's not. It's not. Oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> that's how excited because I'm so excited about this. That's how excited. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All, right, All right. So, well, we're gonna go prepare this drink, and we'll be right back. All right, so we're back with drink number three. Mm. Uh, evidently, it's got an interesting backstory. Four. <laughs> Who's counting? Oh, drink number four, right? <laughs> because we doubled like, up on the uh, brandy, uh, no, the uh, brandy, the bourbon Alexanders, a la mode, a la mode, which yeah. was uh, which was the best decision we've made in 2020. <laughs> um, the, uh, Agreed. Everybody's getting a nice, relaxed glow, and everyone's got the uh, the bourbon grin on. Oh so. my god, I'm in the best mood that I've been <laughs> in months. <laughs> I'm such a good mood. COVID, what's that? <laughs> what is it? I'm actually wearing Sue's pants now. <laughs> coming out of break. So, uh, Look at Sue. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> she can't even keep a straight no. face. We are, we, I'm laughing like that dumb Bentley or... Muttley. Muttley. <laughs> <laughs> She's like wheezing. She's laughing so much. All right. So this drink is called Wassail, and it has a very interesting history. And we'll do the history, and we'll taste the drink. Okay. All right. So this is uh, from an article posted to talesofthecocktail.org by Beth McKibben, entitled The Centuries-Old History of Wassail. And it starts with a song. <laughs> wassail, wassail, all over the town. Our toast, it is white. And our ale, it is brown. Mm. Our bowl, it is made of the white maple tree. With the wassailing bowl, we'll drink to thee. Mm. If hearing those lyrics conjures up images of caroling revelers dressed in boughs of holly, holding wooden mugs of good cheer whilst parading through the city streets of some medieval British town, well, you're not wrong, because wassail actually has a long and storied tradition, but also a rather muddled one. Is it a drink, a toast, an act of revelry, a drinking song? Well, yeah, it's all of those. And it harkens back to a legend that's more than 1,500 years old. Like, wow. hark the herald angel sing. Yeah. And the... I will say that we don't use the word whilst enough. No, we don't. <clears throat> whilst I was masturbating, I heard a noise outside my window. <laughs> so, putting down the Vaseline, I looked outside, and sure enough, there was a three-car accident. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. A legend that is more than 1,500 years old. And the legend goes like this. In 5th century Britain, there was a young woman named Rowena, the beautiful daughter of a Saxon lord who seduced King Vortigern by raising a goblet of spiced wine to wish him lasting good health, crying out, Weiss hail, which translates from the Old English, and it means be hail or be healthy. Mm. The king, quite taken with her jester and her beauty, mm. ordered her to drink from the same cup, exclaiming, drink hail, no translation needed, and then immediately thereafter, bedded and wedded her. Ah. You all thought I was out of line a second ago. Boom. Well, well, came around. No, w- you were w- talking w- about <laughs> masturbating. They are talking about actual marriage. Right. Actual. Betting. Betting. Actual Betting. fucking. Betting. Yeah, real fucking. Real fucking. You were fucking yourself. That's right. Oh, well, that's, uh, listen, I'm good at it. So. Wow. <laughs> wow. I really am. Okay. It's good to be the king, right? That's right. All right. But are we really to believe that a drunken king nobody remembers was charmed into bed by a potion-bearing Saxon babe, thus becoming the fountain from which a millennium of drinking tradition sprung forth and what may be the first documented toast in the history of the world? Mm. Wow. Well, maybe or maybe not, but 
more salient point is that it's a great story. One of many attributed to the history and lore that surrounds Wassail. Yep. As you shall see. Furthermore, no one really knows if it was actually spiced wine in that goblet or ale or mead or what it was. But Wassail was less a drink that night than it was a salutation, a well-wishing among friends in celebration of the good health of their king. And whatever the case, the word Wassail stuck. In fact, the first appearance of it was in the oldest surviving written work in the English language, none other than the 8th century epic poem, Beowulf. Hmm. Ah. Yeah. Not long after that came the act of wassailing. During a time when farmers living in England's apple-growing region would gather in the midwinter chill to pour cider on the apple trees to ward off evil spirits. You know, uh, yeah. l- like, you you, like you do. Yeah, yeah. Like you do. Just last weekend, me and Scott were out the orchard. Yeah, yeah. Just pouring, pouring cider, cider on the trees. That's right. <laughs> It was thought that by doing this in the winter, a healthy spring crop was ensured. And as Christianity began to spread in the region, this ritual... As it tends to do. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> whilst we... Whilst, whilst we... Whilst Christianity spread in the region, <laughs> this ritual evolved further into singing and drinking to the health of the next season crops on Twelfth Night, the last night of the traditional Christmas season, which can be either January 5th or 6th, depending on whether you count Christmas Eve or not and how you do the days, because fucking humans always have to fucking argue over every fucking thing thing wow. Wow. no we don't <laughs> <laughs> perfect, so perfect. Uh, but in some regions of medieval britain wassailing took on a slightly sinister tone oh. with drunken crowds gathering outside the homes of their feudal lords pick your own vegetables you bastard. pick your own apples you fuckers whilst singing whilst <laughs> Whilst singing loudly, drinking from <laughs> bowls of ale, and not dispersing until bowls. they received Christmas treats. Hence the line in the famous Christmas carol, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Now give us figgy pudding. We won't go until we get some. Right. So later in the 14th century, wassailing had morphed into the more congenial Wassailing. It's a verb now? Yeah. It's a, yeah. Sailing. Okay. Sailing away. It's yacht rock in the 14th century. There were yachts in the 14th century? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, wassailing yeah. <laughs> had morphed into the more congenial act of drinking and walking the streets of your town to wish friends and neighbors a healthy and happy new year. Happy new year. Yeah. Happy new year. Buddy. Happy new year. Uh, crowds of carolers would visit door to door with a large wassailing bowl filled with a spice punch of bold wine or ale, nutmeg, and sugar into which people emerging from their houses would dip toasted bread to suck up the flavor and share in the merriment, which is why today we call the act of Wishing someone well with a drink, a toast. Oh, oh, oh wow. I see now. Isn't that cool? That is super cool. And by the Renaissance, wassailing had a firm foothold in England's Christmas traditions, and the rich punch-like mixture called lamb's wool was considered the wassail drink of choice. It contained either warm ale or mulled wine, mixed with sugar, nutmeg, and eggs, into which roasted crab apples were dropped, still hot, hissing and bursting upon impact as the mixture bubbled and frothed. As this punch evolved over the ensuing centuries, the practice of mixing in fortified wines like Madeira, Sherry and brandy began to appear, and when settlers began arriving in America, wassailing had become a more subdued gathering at home with family and friends, like tonight, Aww. during Christmas, with some preferring a cider-based punch spiked with rum. And as an ocean now separated the old traditions from the new, the creamy lamb's wool type of punches eventually morphed into the now classic holiday drink, eggnog, while the cider-rum mixtures became known as the hot toddy. Mm. Right. And so even though the carousing traditions of wassailing may have gotten lost in its own convoluted history, the drink continues to play a role in the Western world today, with many still gathering around ye old punch bowl 
or the big pot of shit that I made, <laughs> happily singing carols, sipping the spiced cider concoction, and joining together in convivial celebration of Christmas. Merry Christmas. Vice hail, everyone. Uh, toast, and we'll try it. And I don't know about how toddy, but over here with I... me, we got some hot bodies. We got hot Scotty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hence I... the erection. Even be... Oh, yeah. Hello. Oh, wow. Um, Ooh. And then I'm talking about sniffing. I don't like the smell. No, you know, it doesn't smell as good as it tastes. No. So, yeah. I haven't right. tasted it yet, so I'm like afraid. Yeah. This is very good. I've kind of, um, it really reminds me of a, of a hot toddy. Yeah. My grandmother used to make me when I was having an asthma attack and I didn't have oh. medicine to take. Oh. But it's very good. The lemon is very soothing. It's very sharp as soon as you drink it. It is sharp. And I knew you would like it because I know you like lemons. But, yeah. But the face that <laughs> somebody looks Sue is making. Oh. So, Sue, no, you don't have to finish that. Yes, she does. <laughs> it Sue like, just slammed her glass into the fireplace. It tastes like well, I don't have a fireplace. <laughs> cough medicine, oh, like that liquid cough medicine you taste that oh. says it, that it's honey or lemon, you know, whatever. Oh, it tastes like Theraflu. Yes. Oh. It does. It tastes like an alcoholic Theraflu, but I like the Theraflu. <laughs> I've never like had Theraflu, so... I guess because it, it just brings me back to that right. and it makes me feel ill. <laughs> okay. You know what it reminds it. me of? It reminds me of a spiked apple pie. Yeah. And basically that's what it is. So let me tell you what's in it. Um, and Ed will get your opinion of it. I'm, you not getting said str- I'm just going to throw it. I'm not getting the strong apple. I'm getting a very strong lemon. Like yeah, I yeah. just, the it is. lemon is it, it might be too many lemons. So yeah. here, here's what I did. Pull it's, your lemon out. Put it there. There All right, so the ingredients no, are. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, Scott, on. give her a little tiny more scoop of the the mixture to kind of like water down the lemon, and let's see yeah, what she thinks of oh. it. Yeah, let's just give her more alcohol. Yes, please. <laughs> no, this is. No, there's no alcohol. There's no oh, alcohol okay, now. good. All right, I just wanted to make sure. I'm saying it's Sue. <laughs> we'll be here to four a.m., guys. All right. Can I say what's in it? <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. There's two cups of apple cider, two cups of cranberry juice, wow, uh, a half inch cube of ginger peeled and shredded, two lemons sliced and seeded, okay, a tablespoon of vanilla extract, uh, wow. four cinnamon sticks, and then we used Elijah Craig. Two ounces. We poured the concoction over top of the bourbon mm. and then served it. Yeah, I love it. I think it's delicious. It's, it just tastes like a nice really spiked ch- apple pie. Ed, what do you think? I know you're going on and on about it, so I really want to like it, and I'm just... Saying, you like it better? No. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I'm tasting more of the tart. The tart? Of the cranberry now. Okay. Listen, it's not everyone's oh, cup no, of tea. Yeah, if it's not for I, you, um, it's not for you. Yeah, it's all right. I, first of all, I think, similar to what Siobhan said, if I was feeling like a little bit of a cold, yeah. I think this would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, I think even yeah. Sue would agree with that. Yes. Like, or my throat was oh, raw. I put this right This in the would be amazing. This so would be amazing. If you have COVID. Yeah. <laughs> if you have COVID. In this season of COVID. With sale, with sale. With sale, with sale. Don't get intubated. <laughs> Just microwave yourself a hot tub. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh shit! So I combined all those ingredients that I said, except for the bourbon, on the stove for an hour. Just heated it up and then cooled it down and then heated it up again until it was boiling by accident. <laughs> Don't do that. But I do agree with you that it's too lemon forward. I think this might taste better with oranges, which mm. I think is also more traditional. Right. Pumquats might work well. You that just- sounds ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. I had some. We can- know where you're going, Ed. I had some candy kumquats today. 
Candied kumquats. And I'd never had a kumquat before. Salty yet sweet. They were spectacular. <laughs> Listen, it's really interesting at my age to Thick. eat something or someone. I mean, eat something Viscous I've never had before. And, um, Bleachy. A, and I'm being very careful. A kumquat was little mini oranges almost. It's what's I, left in your mouth. I started thinking, like, have you had them, Sue? Kumquats? No, I haven't. I've never had a kumquat. I never had a kumquat either. Well, I... They're little citrus fruits, right? Sure. Yeah. And, yeah. So and what I said, what I said to the person who gave them to me is you've now allowed me to have this sense of, like, oh, you've had a kumquat? Oh, you should get them. They're really good. You try it. Like, I now have that. <laughs> I can put it right in your mouth. <laughs> right. I can, like, yeah. Uh-huh. I didn't say that, okay? I'm being really... I'm really being... I can mature. kumquat, which means I can come four times right in your mouth. <laughs> kumquat. <laughs> it's French. Kumquat. Kumquint. That's five. That's, That's five, five, bro. That's five. I'm going to say this. We're episode what, Scott? 35? 35. 35. And another 34 shorts or something. If they're listening now, they're all in on our nonsense. We interrupt this program for a special news bulletin. Here's Scott with the details. That's actually me. Hi. Hey folks, Scott here. Hope you were enjoying the episode so far. Unfortunately, we ran into a bit of technical difficulty in the last 10 minutes of a recording session that I only discovered during the editing process. It's uh, really a shame because the last 10 minutes were the absolute funniest 10 minutes of the podcast ever. And the best thing about saying that is that nobody can prove me wrong. (laughs) But at least we did make it through the last cocktail and the only thing missing was the wrap up and the sign off. So I'll just do that now. The Maple Old Fashion was, as I said, uh, perhaps the best tasting drink that I had ever made. I mean, and it's so simple. Rye whiskey, maple syrup, bitters, and a cinnamon stick. So please experiment with it at home. You will not be disappointed. But watch out for those price-gouging McCormick pricks. $14 for 10 sticks. I'm not over it, and I never will be. Uh, The Bourbon Alexander was also hit. Creamy, chocolatey. A bit of spice from the nutmeg, seriously like a dessert drink, especially when we put ice cream in it and made it literally a dessert. And the last drink that was sale, the traditional warming English Christmas cocktail, everyone but Sue uh, enjoyed it, but really I did make it too lemony. Um, using an orange would probably make it even better and less like flu medicine. But that's it. So thanks so much for listening to our holiday cocktail episode. And now I'm going to cobble together a completely fake outro from previous podcasts. <laughs> so take us out, Ed. So listen, thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate you all checking us out and we will continue to bring you cocktail episodes every fifth episode and a happy holiday to all of our listeners so for the whiskey tangent podcast i'm ed i'm scott and i'm siobhan we'll see you next time at the whiskey tangent podcast be well (laughs) cheers everyone cheers